Hello. Hello, we're back. Uh, how are you? In Dude, this high heat of summer, man. I am exhausted in the best way. And oh, yeah? uh but also happy one year, buddy. We did it. Yeah, yeah. Uh I didn't get you anything other than this episode. No one said we couldn't do it, and we didn't not prove them not incorrect. Yeah. I ain't gonna say who not said all that them nonsense things, but they certainly may not did have. Enjoy Dern, that, French listener. Dern tootin'. <laughs> Figure out if any of that was proper English. Uh, well, yeah, congratulations, bud. You too, man. I couldn't have done this without you. It would have been a much different experience. Yeah. I go opening a beer in one hand. I'm just... Holding a mic with the other. Lightly swirling my... My uh, whiskey sour here. A little ambience. Yeah. Well, it's a it's a warm summer day here in Boston. What warm. uh? How warm? Describe it to me. It's what are we talking today? Warm it's, yesterday. It was warm yesterday. It might get up to ninety. And uh, whoo! As you know, I'm bad at keeping air conditioning units. I'll usually sell them for thirty dollars after a year. But uh, I, in fact, have given both of my air conditioning units to Joan who I just received word is uh, safely in San Francisco. Excellent. Uh, as of like 16 minutes ago. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So congrats. You got her now. She's your problem. <laughs> yeah, I I, uh, I know we're hanging out with her at least once this week. So. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. She, she seemed to think that she was staying with you guys for a week. She can do that too. <laughs> I knew I'm she was staying with that. us for... I knew she was staying with us for at least one night. Oh, that's cool. But I think that's... I think I got band practice that night, so I'll see her, but maybe barely. But you know, whatever. But yeah, I'll definitely get to see Joan. I think Tuesday we're gonna we're gonna go do something. Yeah, she's on uh, quite the California sojourn. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I think she's got something going on for work, some sort of corporate culture, team building, management bullshit, whatever. Sounds mandatory. Sounds yeah, important. Yeah, I think it's in Monterey. I, I I've heard good things about Monterey, but uh, they're all about natural beauty and not about retreat centers. They have an aquarium that is the most overrated aquarium I've ever attended. And I've attended a lot of aquariums. And I'm a big fan of aquariums. But it's not bad. It's just, it is hyped up out here like it is the end-all, be-all aquarium. When I was telling my New Orleans story, did I mention the guy at the World War II Museum who was hating on oh, East Coast aquariums? That was most of your... Was, well, most of your story was that guy. Okay. But good. yeah, you you did mention his. Yeah. Yeah. Ours uh, has a golf twist. It's like, yeah. I'm sure there's a guy at your aquarium <laughs> or or a museum that's near near that aquarium, like the John Steinbeck Museum or something. And he, he just sits around, bothers people who come into the Steinbeck Museum. And he's like, you know, uh, John Malkovich was kind of small for the role of Lenny. <laughs> also, our aquarium has a Pacific twist. Most of your aquariums have have Atlantic bias. He still has like kind of a Cajun affect for some reason. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. And Carmel. Yeah, but uh, I also say the one time I went there, there were also just three fucking full boots and braces skinheads walking around, and I was just All like, right. "What the fuck?" <laughs> like that's that's pretty intense. 
Yeah, I don't think they weren't doing the things where they line up, you know, their the, the threading with any. <coughs> I think I got the black lung. Any of the threading with, uh, you know, achievements in racism, which is, I guess, something. Maybe they were just doing. Maybe they were sharps. For all I know, I have no idea. But huh. okay, they were definitely skinheads at an aquarium in. I guess that's technically still Northern California. What I learned coming out here is that Northern and Southern California has nothing to do with geographics at all. Southern California is basically the greater Los Angeles area and below. And anything above that, it's similar to how Western Massachusetts is anything west of Boston. Even if it's geographically the center of the state, that's Western Massachusetts. Yeah. Anything north of the top one-fifth. Of Cal- like the top four fifths of California are Northern California. All right. Upstate New York, same thing. You know, yeah. you, Nassau County, definitely upstate New York. You drive half an hour out of the city and you're in upstate New York, but you can drive another six hours and still be in upstate New York. Anyway, end of rant. But, you know, I don't know a lot about the Sharps community in, I guess, Northern California or the skinhead. I don't know much about uh, the skinhead community intentionally. Good for you. Also, yeah, you, you got a lot of hair on that head, man. <laughs> you know, for now, we'll see how we do. Also, apologies if there's any uh, background noise. The ladies of the house are uh, destroying the the shower in the bathroom. Oh, ladies. What's up? Dude, they've been leading the charge on all the plumbing, uh, which ladies is great. Ladies after my heart, destroying the shower. Hopefully, it doesn't get rebuilt. You know how I'm averse <laughs> to showers. Well, then I also I got a tale for you that I think you'll approve of. So, I think you knew. That uh, this past weekend, this current weekend, was was the big demolition weekend of the roof of the garage that that I'm redoing. Yeah, I heard that. And so Friday, that was taking the security bars off the window, a few other things. Not really dirty, a little dirty, you know, because I'm kind of pressed up against the walls of the the outside walls of the house. Yeah, a little 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 a lot of spider webs mostly, you know, just like, you know, kind of things that haven't been maintained in a while. Uh, But yesterday... That was going to be the the truly disgusting day, and Tim came over to help. And I, I started out in the morning. I ripped off the corrugated roofing of like the deck and the the corrugated wall of the deck. And then I was like, all right, now let me check how the roof of the uh, garage is doing. The plan was rip off the shingles, then rip off plywood underneath, leave the joists till I can replace them. Anyway, all boring shit. But I yeah. climb up there, and lo and behold, it's tar and gravel, buddy. It's a tar and gravel roof. Okay. Which is way fucking harder to remove than shingles. Yeah. And so by the end of yesterday, it looked like I was in full blackface, head to toe. I was just covered, covered in, in tar. Tar and dust. And nice. so uh had to hose me off in the sidewalk in front of the uh in front of the house. There's video of it. Uh it's pretty funny. I think I haven't actually seen the video, but uh definitely like too dirty to come into the house to then shower. Still had to shower. Like the hose couldn't like really oh, yeah. needed to get in there with some like, you know, eighty grit sandpaper to, to clean me off. But some of that gojo. Oh. Yeah, I always keep that in the shower. <laughs> that stuff does work well. That's what I used to get the uh uh hot tip listener. If you're ever uh, ripping carpet up for the hardwood floor underneath, there's all that uh carpet padding. A little gojo will get that right up. The little bits that get stuck to the hardwood floor. A little gojo right on the floors. A little that uh fast that orange. Pumice scrub. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh it it's worked wonders for me in the past cuz I have been covered in in grease and grime. Yeah. And, I keep it in the back oil. of the car. I keep it in the back of the car if I ever have to change the tire or anything. You're good to go. Yeah. Gives you a great buzz too. <laughs> Is that true? No. I was gonna say Absol- I absolutely like, not. I feel like it's pretty That would hurt going in and coming out. Yeah. <laughs> too much grit. Yeah. 
just way too much. Yeah, ripped off half the roof. What's fun. the other half of the roof? Is that the gravel side? You still got to rip <laughs> up the gravel side? No, like you that, ripped up the tar side. No, Tim and I shoveled all the all the gravel off, which uh, real interesting. Just shoveling. I mean, it just I was just thinking of the uh, the Shawshank Redemption scene the whole time. Just the furnace just mopping the, the furnace scene. Wink. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was just it, it just took too long for for one day's worth of work, but. I'll get it this weekend. While I, I think Friday, I finish it up, then I'll rebuild a roof. But that's enough about roofs. You, you, you guys don't tune in to listen to me talk about roofing. I don't think you listen to me talk about flying back to the homeland. Nice. Yeah. All right. So now, now my turn to talk about roofing. Do it. Uh, I'm no, excited. I'm just kidding. The 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 tent's been holding up well. Honestly, all that duct tape that I put on those support beams, it's been holding great. Yeah, I haven't touched it since the first time I repaired it, basically, and uh, that's all right with me. And let's see, I haven't even popped any of the other emergency tents though. So I might be able to, uh, to get away this summer with, with just inherited tents basically. I don't know if they'll last winter, but, but they'll probably last this summer. We'll see. We'll see though. Fuck. Oh man. All right. I lost you. It's a pretty good freeze frame though, uh, in that. You're just about to take a swig of high life. And it looks like a, looks like a frosty, frosty cold high life. But yeah, I mean, I was, I was just talking about, I was just riffing on, on the availability of tents that I did not pay for and summarily inherited by, by the uh, transitive property of, of possession. Hell yeah. yeah. Love that. Yeah. Love that. Uh, but yeah, you know, the, the roof has been pretty good. I, uh, I've been burning our junk mail on there and that creates a little bit of ash. So there's, there's some pinholes in, in the roof, but you know, nothing's perfect out there. A little rain never hurt anybody. Let's a little nature come in, you know, but a lot of rain can kill you. You remember that classic quote from Jumanji? <laughs> Don't we all? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. What a, what a fantastic movie that was. It's right up there with the 13th warrior. Thematically very similar as well. <sighs> yeah. I've, I've been thinking about getting into reading up at the campsite now that days are, are really fucking long. And, uh, and I'm, I'm usually too exhausted at the end of a day to, uh, to do stuff other than lay down and either listen to podcasts, wildlife that might be, you know, pacing around to eat me and, uh, and read. I was recently talking with one of our anonymous listeners. And he, he was very curious to see, he, he thought that you were kind of not exaggerating, well, I guess exaggerating that you lived in the woods during some of the week. And I was like, no, that's, that is a hundred percent real. Yeah. So yeah, that's I'm, not a I'm, bit we're doing. James is, James is partially living in the woods. Uh, yeah. It's just like a Monday through Thursday type thing. Yeah. But it's fun. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm having a blast. I'm yeah, setting many fires. You wouldn't do it if you weren't having a good time, I don't think. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, the black flies have really died down, so uh so now it's just mosquitoes that I gotta deal with. Alright. Yeah. Yeah, stop black fly hate. <laughs> I mean we just had Juneteenth and I accidentally covered myself in black stuff from head to toe, so you know. You celebrated the right way. I th- th- uh mm. I'm not comfortable fully stamping that, but 
I, I'm not, I'm not saying it's cause you, you know, did blacklist. No, you, you did a hard day's work at your house. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. You were, you were industrious by your own hands. I was that, that, uh, yeah, even that I'm, sounds wrong. I'm tired of shit. I know I, that I mean, much. I've, I've ordered food twice this holiday on, uh, or, or this holiday weekend, I guess. I, it's hard to call Juneteenth a holiday. Yeah, uh, and it's not because I don't think it should be a holiday. It's just the word holiday has has different connotations. It frequently implies a celebration, and celebrations are typically um, done. You know, this. Yeah, this is. I'm trying this to come up with MLK Day level of holiday. <laughs> yeah, where it's it's like we should we should focus on the importance of it it's not just like let's go grill and have the day off like there's like a what's meeting. the what's the corona can that they came out with for this one <laughs> yeah it's not like thanksgiving where it's just like let's all hang out together and eat food and try not to think about why this holiday exists it's more like let's specifically think about why this holiday exists but also everybody but ben have the day off yeah damn right <laughs> well i get ordered food a couple of times this weekend and yeah, the delivery driver said, happy holiday. Nice. And one today, I wasn't sure if it was Father's Day yes. or, or Juneteenth. Father's Day, also not a holiday. No. Being being a father is actually really easy at its at its base level. It's if the dad sticks around. Those are the fathers we should be supporting. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, as I was telling uh, Jimbo earlier, actually, uh, I'm so used to not having Father's Day plans that I forgot that. I now have a father-in-law and get to eat dinner with him and the rest of my wife's family. So I was just what like, What is he yeah. going to do for Father's Day? Do you know? I think we're just all getting together to have dinner. I think that's that's Could, it. But cause that I'm sounds pretty nice. sure most most dads are just like, uh, leave me alone. Yeah. Like, I'm going to go in the basement and watch TV for 12 hours. I don't want you to talk to me. I mean, typically when when I go over there for like any type of holiday, he and I end up just half asleep in various comfortable chairs watching it'll it'll usually be something that he puts on that like i find enjoyable like uh that stanley tucci going to italy thing you know something like yeah. that and, and you know uh, it's, it's, it's fine. aliens yeah but yeah but then uh reagan's niece will come over and put on like not a kid's movie because she's not like a child she's a, she's a teenager now, like, like a, a an early teenager now so it will be like the new jumanji so it's not like a little kid cartoon, but it is still like a kid, but it like, so it'll just be like colorful images and the rock. And it's just like, I can fall asleep to this. This is fine. So that's, yeah. that's typically like all how I, I just try to stay out of the way while people are, are, are cooking or whatever. And you know, if, if I'm asked to help, I of course do, but frequently in these situations, it's just better to, they don't want you helping. To, yeah. Better you don't to have get the right out of the blood. Way. I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> exactly. And so I just sit on the couch and kind of enter that that meditative holiday state of just like half awake, half asleep. And, uh, and it's great. And then occasionally her dad and I will go like, Oh, look at that. Did you see nice. that sports contest, uh, last week? <laughs> nah, neither did I. Yeah. There you go. Couldn't care less. All right. But yeah, so doing, doing that after this happy father's day to all the fathers that listen to this. I think we actually have a reasonable amount of them. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. A couple of new guys too. I mean, I, I know, I know Josh and, and Nick, uh, just, you know, they, they've got youngins. Yeah. Fresh boys. I think, I think there's another one out there. There's I'll, a few. I'll think of it. I don't know. I yeah. got, I got friends making moves cause I'm about to help a man move into his first house. Uh, this is, you know, surrogate me helping you move into nice. your first house. Yeah. Sure. 
Yeah, yeah. I get to make up. Uh, actually, the groom from the the wedding, TG, down in nice. uh, down in New Orleans. He's moving down to Weymouth. Weymouth. Yeah. Yeah. So next weekend, I get to get all sweaty and move shit into a U-Haul. Sick. That yeah. rules, man. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Love getting sweaty. Love yeah. being around a U-Haul. And I don't have to drive the U-Haul. That's that's huge because that means you can just get drunk. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Or driving my car stoned. Also that. Well, uh, driving my car and then get stoned yes. while we move shit into their place. I figure I'll be sober while we're moving it out of their place in Arlington. Usually that's the earlier side of the day anyway, so yeah. just Yeah, yeah. It's, that's the pre-noon side. The pre-hoagie side. Yeah. That's also usually the side that has more of a time constraint because it's like we got to get stuff out of here by a certain time. Yeah, but they getting have to get it-, it out of there by August 1st, so... We got oh, some time. Never mind. Yeah. So there's no rush at all. But typically, it's like, we got to be out of here by like 1 p.m. So you load it up real quick. Then once you're on the other end, it's like, we don't have to load this up. We just have to load it up at before it rains. Like, we just got to get everything inside. I like the, yeah, the time crunch uh, of of like the U-Haul truck. You know, when yes. it's too bad. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I don't think they're, they're, where they're dropping it off is open on Sundays or, or it's open later on Sundays or something. But yeah, it's, it's like a full 24 that they get with this thing. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So, so that, uh, that's, that's my next weekend. Nice. So I'll, I'll probably re- be able to record an episode, uh, that Saturday, Saturday night, like right fresh post move. Sick. I'll be, uh, I'll have just attempted to build a roof. So I'll let everybody know how that goes. Yeah. What's up there right now? Half of a roof. Half of a roof. And the joists connecting the, the sidewalls. So it's because, like a rib cage of a roof on half, yeah. half of it? Yeah. I'm okay. replacing the joists once the new ones get there, but I didn't want like a week to go by with just the sidewalls standing there with no fucking lateral support. That seemed like a disaster waiting to happen. My man's taken a statics class before. You know it. <laughs> but I found out that the joists... That I that I bought. There's uh, uh, sixteen foot long two by twelves. They each weigh I think like seventy pounds. So they're they're gonna be a real motherfucker to put in place. Nice, but yeah, should be fun. Yeah, I bought an axe last weekend. And uh, nice, what kind? It was a uh, husky composite handle. Nice. Well, I I have like a spade up there, and it's a it's a wood handle spade, and it just bends entirely too much. Yeah, yeah. So so I decided. uh, from now on, I'm probably going to go composite handle shit. Wave the Hell future. Yeah. Save the planet. Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm cutting down trees. I got a book on, uh, it's called Norwegian Wood. It's not about the goddamn beetles. It's about uh, wood from Norway. And uh, I highly recommend you check it out. I think you'd really get a, get a kick out of it. Uh, you may have shown this to me at, at a time. I may have cried when I read it. Not because of the wood part, but because of the the story of why the guy wrote it. It's uh it's goddamn beautiful James and I'm not ashamed to say it. Okay. But uh but yeah, the the middle part won't make you cry at all. Uh and it's just like facts about it's the history of like chainsaws and then like all the different types of axes and mauls and splitters and all that shit. It's, I found it useful and I don't live in the woods. I imagine you'll find it much more useful than I did. Yeah, I got a 4 pound husky or it's got a 4 pound axe head. Nice. That yeah. seems that seems like higher end, like of the of the weight chart. I know like malls get a lot heavier, but they that's they're for meant splitting. for that's for splitting. That's for just up and down. Yeah, yeah. Not for not for felling. Yeah, 
but also also uh, up at the the Jimbo station, I have three mismatching tires. Up Ooh, there. yeah, yeah, that I inherited from from one Benjamin Warden. I don't know who that could be. Yeah, he yeah, sounds that, handsome. I didn't realize that the Jeeps of the mid nineties are on fifteen inch rims, real tiny rims. Like what the hell? Real tiny rims what? on these on these fellas. That's that's insane. Yeah, super small rims. Well, we drive we drive like mid two thousand Suburbans and Sierras at the survey company, and I was like, hey, uh, I don't know if any of these will fit. And sure enough, I was looking at the the tires and you know mentioned it to somebody, and they just said. Yeah, these are all 15 inch, like, no it's not way. Not even close. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, my main reason for bringing them up to Vermont anyway was to fit in with my neighbors by scattering them around my property. Excellent. Yeah. There's a couple, there's, there's some useful things to do with old tires. You can cut them in half and surround your mailbox with them. You can. Oh, no. I mean, just scatter them, you know, yeah, so they're you can kind of visible them. from the road, just like everybody else's yard. You can scatter them. You can also set up some sort of uh, emergency flare with them because they produce a fuck ton of black smoke when you light them on fire. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I could see that being incredibly useful to have up in the woods. I was thinking uh, I, I saw a use for them if you have a stump that's that's like a, you know, a foot or two above above grade. You can use it as easier uh, splitting like to to split wood sure you stack like three tires up and then you just put a bunch of of logs in there and just yep. cut them yeah yeah people, that i've seen other crossfitty though i've seen other people do that with like ratchet straps and hold them together but they always because the ratchet strap itself isn't rigid it doesn't work that well i feel like a tire would probably work a lot better i think you're onto something there yeah i learned that from a uh a book at a bookstore in cape cod when we were down there for memorial day weekend i didn't buy that book but i learned that tidbit Shit, yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, that it was like a survival picture book. And I mean, if if it's a survival book and it has tire and you have access to tires and, and a hatchet, it's not really a survival book. It's just like a camping book. But Fair point. It, it was one of those survival 101, you know, like coffee table books. But it's truly 101 where it's like, this is... Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a tractor trailer that you can take with you into the woods? All right, fill it with all this shit. <laughs> uh, speaking of the woods, Jimbo, I was back in the motherland of a week Russia? ago. Yes, yes, where we grew up. Yep, in uh, in Soviet Russia, where bad jokes do you? No, I was back down in uh in the home area for some family stuff that we won't get into, but it all is going just fine but uh, better than it was better than it was there we go and uh had s- still had you know f- found some time to have some fun we went to the uh the camden aquarium jimbo because again love aquariums went with my, my, my sister and my niece and my wife obviously i bet there's a guy at this one or an adjacent museum <laughs> like well your aquariums have an aquatic or chesapeake basement <laughs> we have a delaware basement here we we focus more on the the flora and fauna of the Delaware Bay Estuary. What I've found very silly about the Camden Aquarium is, for those who are not from, from that area, Camden is directly across the Delaware River from Philadelphia. But it is in New Jersey, and it is by its own... I mean, it, it's a city. You know, it's not a popular destination, but it is a city. It's, it's got a reputation. 
and it's in New Jersey, not Pennsylvania. But if you go to the gift shop of the Camden Aquarium, it is 90% Philly hats and like welcome to Philadelphia t-shirts and all this shit. Yeah. And I get, I, you know, I, I told my mom about this later and she was like, well, it's right across the river. It's like, I fucking know, but there's a Philadelphia zoo. Like they're in, Cam- it's a different state. Fuck. Like the point isn't that they're close. Like if you're in San Francisco, you're not going to find Oakland merchandise and vice versa. <laughs> well, you find like, Marin merchandise all the time. Duh. <laughs> just more of that Monterey Bay shit. <laughs> exactly. But so that tickles just me. Just San Quentin hats all over. <laughs> San Quentin, notoriously aggressive PR and merch department. They're real good about uh they they'll brand anything. They got San, San Quentin, Quentin is for lovers. They actually founded that saying. Oddly they're, enough, they're they the have uh, San Quentin uh prison pajamas. It's not not their best seller, but they are for sale. Nice. Oh, but yeah. I had a soft shell crab sandwich, my friend. Hadn't had one of them ten years. I don't know, long yeah. time. Got to eat the whole animal. Yeah, split that with the wife. She'd never had one at all. She'd had it in a she had soft shell crab in like sushi before, I think, but never like just the full here the fucking thing is on a bun. Yep, just chow it on up. it. Yeah, yeah, don't think about it. Yeah, <laughs> don't think about whether or not it was the head or, or butt you just ate because it was one of them. Yeah. Yeah, got to introduce her to uh, Rita's the proper way, because there are Rita's out here. Everybody but open- wants to be cool. Everybody wants to be happy. Yeah. Real cool, real fresh. Nobody's like, Rita's be cool. But they got them out here, but they're they're open year-round, and you go inside. What the fuck is that? Yeah, that... That that ain't my Rita's. That sucks shit. So yeah. took her to the took her to the, the walk you know, a walk up, eat it in the parking lot kind of thing. Yeah. And uh but also throw she it got at to, the skateboarding kids. Exactly. She got to experience the cicadas, which was fun, you know, because I remember them from tenth grade. I know you were just down there, got to make some jewelry out of them. Yeah, the uh next time those cicadas come out, we're gonna be turning fifty that year. That's huge. Yeah, we'll I love both that. be forty nine and uh you know. You'll you'll probably turn fifty after they're all dead. Most there might assuredly, be a, there might yeah. be a couple that are hanging around, but I'd yeah, be very I mean, surprised. I'm getting reports, uh, yeah, from my people down there that they they peaked, they peaked and are, oh, yeah. are on the uh, on the backswing now. There were big, uh, just pile, just mounds of dead ones when we were down there. Yeah, but uh, that was fun. And then um, I think the only other really thing of note that happened on the trip that is worth talking about on the flight back, we flew direct Philly to SF, <laughs> and uh, both Dude. ways on on the way back. About two hours into, you know, like a six, six and a half hour flight, two hours left, pilot comes on. It takes him about a minute to say all this. He's really letting us know all the details and trying to, uh, yeah, real, real Chuck Yeagering the shit out of us. But he's, uh, he's trying to get us on. Yeah. That's why all the, that's why they all talk like that. Chuck Yeager? The, the, the speed of sound guy? Yeah. Nice. That's why all pilots talk that way. They're all like, they all like, through the decades have all received like training from people who receive training who receive training from and all goes back to chuck fucking jaeger and he's got that mid-atlantic fucking appalachian just like okay now uh but everyone's doing a chuck jaeger impression i guess a lot of people don't even realize they're doing it but that's that's pretty sweet that's why pilots all talk the same way is because they're all doing a chuck jaeger impression okay but all right sorry sorry i didn't realize no no no. that eyes bleeding guy was (laughs) was the inspiration for pilot speak (laughs) that guy who just really wanted to die as much as possible yeah uh finally got his wish recently i believe 
But he comes on. He's really trying to get us all on the same team here. He's using a lot of we, not you guys. But what happened was two hours left, and we all have used the lavatory too much, and it is full. And if we all continue to use the lavatories, they will have to land the plane early. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. And, and like, he was like, we emptied them in Philadelphia. Like, it was an empty shitter to start. Y'all just... Y'all saved, have some demons to exercise, I guess, saved, while you're up in the air. Saved all the that, that cheesesteak for fucking, you know, when we were crossing the Rockies. But, uh, yes, yeah, so then eventually the, uh, about five minutes after that, the flight attendants came by and just locked all the bathrooms. They're like, we're not even giving you the option yeah. to have us land we're, early. We're not having a Sophie's choice of dumps here. Yeah. Fuck Everybody that. fucking hold it. We're just straight up. No one is dumping. I know. I know you. <laughs> you probably, you probably purchased something at the, the airport that, you know, it was like a water bottle or something. You're like, not even thinking about raising your hand. You're just like, I'm going to piss in this. Yeah. This, this is going to be a, mine. I'll yeah. pee in my hands if I have to. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm aware of the situation we are all in, but <laughs> uh, I'm going to pee. These these vomit bags, they're waterproof, correct? <laughs> yeah. Okay. But yeah. So I'd never heard that. I mean, he was very apologetic, and he kept saying we as if, you know, the pilots are up there fucking... <laughs> taking huge dumps but uh maybe they were i feel like i've heard one stand-up comedian talk about that and like obviously stand-up comedians fly a ton but i've never heard of any other time of that fucking happening to anybody so yeah it's just really funny just congrats dude you were on you were on a dumpy flight i was on the <laughs> shittiest flight i've ever been on that was uh, it was great because again a full minute and about twenty seconds in once he's explained the situation but is continuing to give us more details. Reagan is almost pissing herself laughing, which is very yeah. counterintuitive to what we're trying to do. But yeah, she's absolutely. cracking up. There's probably like probably ten percent of the plane is hysterically laughing at what's yeah, going on. They're just absolutely. like no fucking way. <laughs> yeah, it ruled. And then once we landed. And it's that whole, like, everybody stands up, even though they can't get out of the aisle, so they're, they're just, yeah. like, craning their necks to the side. The flight attendants, like, squeezed through and unlocked the bathrooms, and they're like, so anybody can, anybody who needs to can use it now. It's like, we're getting off the plane. Like, any emergencies out there? It's like, yeah, if there's an emergency, I'm pulling the thing to make that slide go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sending it down the ramp. Yeah. Uh, wow. You ever heard of such a thing? I have not, but then again, I'm not I'm not that much of a flyer anymore. I think it'd be really fun to have uh you know like all the airlines have apps now where you can like see what gate you're if you there's a gate change, you usually has your boarding pass on yeah. as well. Sometimes that's how you get the in-flight entertainment on the on the shitty flights that don't have like the screens on the on the planes. I think they should just give you a nice little little shitter full bar on the side. As yeah, well, they used to give like, you the map that, that tracks you. and Exactly. Right on the side of that map, they'll also have like just a, a toilet at the top of a bar. And, and once, it, once it hits exactly. the fundraising level, then we get to go to summer camp. Because <laughs> what if like every flight we've been on, we've hit like 80% and we just didn't even know it? Like what if it's like been close a lot? 
Well, you, and know? you do know like airplanes, the, the factor of, or the safety factor engineered into a lot of them, you know, is like under two. It's just over one where it's, yeah. you know, designed just for like 20% more than typical load. Yep. So I, I have to imagine that the toilets are designed the same way. Yeah. Yeah. For those who don't know what Jimbo's talking about, when you're like designing like an elementary school, if, if the standard like live load of a roof is like 60 pounds per square foot or whatever, they will design it at 300% safety. So like 180 yeah. just because they're like, we don't want to kill a bunch of children in school. We don't so, know what kind of Superman roofers are going to exist 30 yeah. years from now. This so school's going to be around. So we got to engineer it. For these mutant roofers. <laughs> so, yeah. So, we, 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 we take a safe way. We're like, this is safe. And then we then multiply that even more under certain situations, like as a, you know, ISO and OSHA based requirements demand. And yeah. So, for planes, because they are so weight dependent, they can't really do the four, three times, six times safety things. They, well, hit, they like, could if they use titanium. Uh, yeah. But that's not cost effective. Yeah, so they hit like 1.2. So they're like, we're going to be a little safer than we should be, but not like extremely safe just because yeah. again, we're uh spitting in the face of God up here. So we just can't we just can't weigh things down with literal empty shit room. So uh Damn but right. yeah. So for all those people looking to break some records and honestly maybe land earlier in Vegas or something, um may I recommend laxatives before your flight cross country? Whew. I'm not going to lie, dude. Uh, this is reminding me of like sophomore year of college. I mean, I was talking statics classes, safety factors. <laughs> this is intense. This is the things people tune in for. For a one-year anniversary special, this is the hot shit. Oh, damn right. Damn right. Uh, I don't know if I should mention this, so I will mention this. Yes. How many uh, How many animals did you kill with your car this week? None. None. As far as I can tell, I killed at least one. Hell yeah. Hell, give me give me an approximate weight of the animal and I want to try to guess what animal it is. I'm going to I'm going to hit you with 8 ounces, maybe eight 9 ounces. Okay. Uh squirrel? Nope. Nope, less legs. Bird. Yeah, it was a bird. All right. And I know what you're thinking. How do you know you killed that bird? James, how do you know you killed that bird? It wasn't in the road. It wasn't on the road surface, so I didn't squish it with my tires. I didn't hit it with my windshield, so I I wasn't, you know, I I knew this bird was dead based on the way that I found it, which was was caught in my grill. (laughs) Fuck yeah. (laughs) It was pretty metal. And I've shown it to the roommates and Joan and shit. I actually made it the lock screen on my phone for a little bit until... (laughs) Joan got really grossed out by that. But uh <laughs> what kind of bird? Um like a crow or something? No, no. This this was much smaller than a crow. I'd say uh it was it was of the the sparrow sparrow file. Okay, so pretty tiny. Yeah, it didn't have any exotic colors. I mean, it was just a brown and gray guy. Uh but yeah, I I'm pretty sure he met his his end very quickly cuz I don't think it like bled out or anything. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it was while I was on a like 15 minute drive to get uh cigarettes for a 92 year old man. Hey, that's that's another story, but like As one does. Yeah. Look, I I had a couple of those in in the last 72 hours. Yeah. 
Hell yeah. But on one of them, yeah, I saw, I've been seeing a lot of birds swooping close to the road surface, close to cars. I think it's just something that they do for fun. Not realizing the danger. There's videos of, like, ravens full-on playing with, like, rocks and pieces of ice and shit. Birds play, it turns out. So, yeah, Yeah. maybe it is just like, look at us, almost die. I get it. Or they have some sort of club or something. Could be. Yeah. This is just initiation. Yeah. Well, well, uh... Old old Sperry over here. It didn't quite didn't quite make it. I saw him. I saw him fly. He was coming from the uh, the left side of the road. Saw him fly across. Usually, you'll see him fly out the other side. Yeah. Or or sometimes, like I've seen cars in front of me, birds try to do that, and they get kind of like fucked up by the wind, and and they end up kind of on the side road, but then they like hop up, and so every now and then you see that too. Uh, I didn't see either of those, so had to wait ten minutes. Hell I guess yeah! I drove through the town of Woodbury with a with a bird in my grill. How in the grill was it? So this is how I knew he met a quick end. Is like his his body was basically completely into the the grill area, but his head had like broken on the bumper and was bent back. Oh <laughs> yeah. fuck! <laughs> yeah. So all right. Yeah, I guess sorry. reverse trigger warning for any bird enthusiasts out there. Uh, you can bleep whatever you want to out of that. I'm bleeping shit. Good. We only beep. We only bleep uh, proper names. Know, proper names of you know jobs and and people that we accidentally identify when we shouldn't. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that that was my wildlife story of the week. Uh, usually, usually I hear like large moose roaming around, but this was definitely way more intense than that. Sure. Yeah. It just goes to show you it's not always the size of the animals. It's uh all about how hard it dies on your car. Dude, I saw a bear this week at work, and that that isn't even the top animal story. Not at all. The first <laughs> I'm hearing about a bear. Uh yeah, it was just it was just having a, a Tuesday morning. It's Pride Month, so I'm seeing a lot of bears in the area. Oh nice. All right? San yeah. Francisco. Bear Pride. Nailed it. What's up? Nailed it. Hell yeah. They eat anything, man. Gotta watch out. I got a car story for you. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Thursday. Uh, so we got the we got the one lane driveway. So whatever car is is the last one in is usually just the one. If someone's got to go somewhere, they just take whichever car it happens yeah. to be. So Reagan was going to head over to a yoga class, and so she hops into into my Jeep and calls me about ten minutes later, and she was like, "I just got fucking rear ended, and uh, she got a mild concussion, whiplash. She's fine now." Yeah, oh, but nice. uh, well, she'll be in our prayers. Yeah, the whole front of the car that hit her, she was just behind somebody turning left, so she was just stopped, and the guy just kept going and hit her. Yeah, and uh, crumpled the whole front of his car. Then pointed her to like go to the go, like turn here, and we'll address this. And then he just fucking drove off. Huh. And so she got. I think she got his plate. Doesn't really matter. But uh, obviously, I didn't really care how my car. I, I was just like, yeah, I'll, I'll you know, I'll, I'll come get you. We'll go to the hospital or whatever. Yeah. She was like, oh, by the way, your car is fine. Because I, I was like, oh, I'll have to like take a, a car over to get you because there's no way the car. She was like, no, no, like you're. And truly, you can't even tell that the car was like nothing happened to it. There's like, heck, I mean, if you, if you if you really look right below the handle of the of the fucking back door, you can see like a tiny dent. But I mean. Nothing. And it was just some sort of black sedan, she said. So, and that thing's just fucked. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. I know I have my like third party, uh, front bumper that I painted and put on my Corolla. It doesn't have like the Corolla emblem and it's duct tape every now and then. 
Uh, yeah. But it's the best bumper I've ever had on that car because it hasn't broken. Uh, because if you own a a uh, late, late 2000s, early 2010s era Corolla, you've probably replaced the front bumper on it because that fucking bottom thing always breaks. Yeah, that, pl- that black plastic piece. I have 50% of the Corollas I've seen have duct tape on that piece. Yeah. Just because it happens. I don't know. You run over something, you hit, you hit a squirrel or a badger or a milk crate. I had a milk crate once with one. But nice. uh, anyway, I, mine's been going strong for, for over five years now. But because it was me who painted it and it's a you know third-party bumper, guess what? That paint comes off with like a breath. You know, so if somebody like even gets near it, like with, with a pair of rough jeans, like it'll, it'll look scratched. (laughs) Uh, some of that fucking 100% cotton denim. Oh yeah. You got it. You need like a poly blend at least to, to lean on this bumper. And I know they always say, you know, once they're broken in, they're super soft and comfortable, but that takes like a year. It, It really does. But yeah. So. I, I sympathize with that modern car. Like maybe they replaced it themselves and it, it looks superficially good, but it provides no, yeah, no actual functionality other than it crumples in wrecks uh, amongst like greater bumpers. Yeah. Reagan was shocked that they were even able to do a hit and run because of how much damage it looked like the car had sustained. And like, yeah, it, it, I guess it also on my car, it kind of, you know, the little plug that's next to the, the tow hitch. So you can plug in the lights. Yeah. That got kind of bent forward. The uh-huh. little like, so that's like the, uh, I just bent that back, but the only like actual, like what you could even consider damage is so minor. And if the car's fucking 20 years old and yeah. was a ranger vehicle in the woods, it has like just, dings from just driving around in the woods and shit it, its whole life before i bought it so you really i mean it, the car is fine and my wife is reasonably fine which is obviously more important but it was just funny that like that fucking thing they just hang, hit and just, run and like destroyed their car yeah yeah so that's, uh, that's when you get arrested on suspicion of mischief <laughs> <laughs> just like oh, we don't know what you're doing but it was you behaved weirdly uh yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 So Matt and I signed a lease yesterday. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, a new place. Hell yeah. Yeah, we'll be closer to LPK and uh Jim's Deli, but uh the Fuck it starts yeah. August 1st, so uh there are four solid weekends that y- you you can come out to help us if you would like. I'm def I'm going to do that. All right. Well, choose your August weekend. I think I only have one August weekend with plans, so I will pick from the other three. All right. Yeah, we'll 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 figure that out offline if you guys got a preference. But boy, boy, are my cockles full of excitement. Uh, yeah. So we we're gonna lose two porches. I mean, uh, look, you you guys had a solid run with two solid porches for most of the time you were there. I know there was some construction and shit, but. Yeah, well, they they upgraded them both very slowly, uh, and it's at different times. But yep. that's neither here nor there. It's it's literally right there. Um, <laughs> but what are you gaining? Let's see. We're gaining closets. We're gaining, nice. Yeah, so we're gonna have a bedroom with a closet that's normal size. We're gonna have another bedroom with another closet that's also normal size. So I'm getting no an upgraded closet. Way. Yeah. Then we're going to have a third room that's also pretty identical 
to the other two rooms in, in its like floor plan. It's just a, a 10 foot square basically that also has a closet. So are you going to go into a, th- into a th- kind of three bedroom? It'd be a three bedroom without a living room. So, ah, it, okay. So that's yeah. going to so be the, the only room. common area would be the bathroom, the hallway and the kitchen. Nice. So you're going to have that be the common area. Yeah. But I feel like, I, you know, there might be bailouts if you don't like the way the light falls on your bed. Oh, yeah. You can just move to right. the other room. Yeah. Sure. Sounds great. Buddy. <laughs> Who knows that's where the great cable hookups are. That's, that's great news, man. I'm excited. Yeah, man. Well, we're going to be real close to Jim's Deli. Like, real close. And even that closer is, to LBK. That's even better news. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I'll work on the rest of today is figuring out what I'm doing for that. That's exciting. Uh, you don't have to. I mean, you can take your time. No, I, mean, I want to. Okay. This is fun for me. While I'm half asleep on a chair later watching, is there a new, is there a new Jumanji, uh, movie? Jumanji movie? I've seen there the other two. might be a Land of the Lost Six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Something, something in that vein. While I'm watching that, I'll, I'll be uh, checking flights. Oh, nice! Hell yeah! Yeah, I was, uh, I was looking at flights for the first time in a long time. What are you considering? Uh, going out to see my brother, who also just got a house. Yeah. Nice, D- dude. People are making moves, like we all are. Uh, money's cheap right now, right? We're- That's the thing people say. I don't know what it means. Doesn't make any sense to me, but people say that. Ah, yeah, yeah. I keep, I keep on making this money. I mean, I know I go to work for like 80 hours every couple of weeks, but yeah, they just keep giving me money and I, I, I'm really trying to spend it, but I don't want to spend too much on a truck. So sure. keeping the Corolla, uh, because that car is awesome and it's the best bumper I ever had. <laughs> Once again, Can't second, time, that second time in the episode, shout out to the aftermarket bumper Jimbo put on. Uh, yeah, yeah. Bought it on Amazon, uh, spray painted in my parents' basement and. Put it back on with zip ties. Nice. Yeah. Because that's well, uh, the kind of person I am. Congrats to your brother. I, I'd be shocked if he listens, but congrats to him. That's exciting. Uh, he listens sometimes, like sure. when he's on planes flying Sh- sure. to, to visit me. So it was that's like good. that one time. But Yeah, one time. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, bud. Hell yeah. That's cool, though. Uh, yeah, when, was, when do you think you're doing that? Um between CP's birthday and your birthday, like the weekend or two before Thanksgiving. Nice. Yeah. Exciting. Because I'll see you in October as well. Yeah, I hear there's somebody Somebody else is making a move. Somebody else is getting married, man. Yeah. So you'll yeah, see, me, see me out there for that. Nice. Uh, and have you you booked any shit yet for that? Like, are you, doing, are you doing a long one or are you doing that, a short one? Don't know yet. That's the end of October. Right. I got. Right. I, re- I really got to crunch the numbers on my got vacation some, days. Got some vacay not stored up. What? You not accruing? You didn't get I, no I rollover. Mean, yes and no, but like we, you know, we we did take a couple of uh, socially responsible trips, like just kind of road trips around this giant state that we happen to live in, out to yeah. like you know national parks and stuff. But uh, so because of that, I've, I definitely have some, but like I want to save some for. I haven't been home for Christmas. Let's see the. In the past, like, 15 years, I've been home for Christmas twice. And so yeah. I'm trying to do that again this year just because, you know, family and stuff. Okay. So, yeah. So we'll see. We'll, we'll see what kind of what kind of trip length I can do. 
but I mean, you'll see me at Christmas. You'll see me at, uh, you'll definitely see me sometime in October and you'll see me in August. So fun. Well, I can't wait. Uh, and yeah, I'm pretty sure the heaviest thing that we have to move is me. Uh, yeah. Well, probably me right now, but I'm coming down. Yeah. I'm on my way down. Yeah. Congrats, buddy. Uh, dude, I'm standing up and outside all the time. And then I'm, guess what? I also sleep outside. Hell yeah. Just burn calories because some days it's below 40. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, hell yeah, man. Yeah, buddy. Um, well, congrats, man. Yeah. Being, thanks. being, being healthy is fun. And we're going to be on the third story again. Third story of a three story building. Classic. Do you yeah. guys have, uh, you said you have no, you have no decks? No. And I can't tell there's, there's like, um, it's not even a balcony. It's more like a, a window sill, mm. but it, it's kind of like it, it spans two apartments, like far left or far right windows. Sure. Yeah. So I don't know if that was supposed to be a fire escape or yeah, if it's just specifically for window boxes, but gotcha. Yeah. I'll ask him about that. I know it says in the lease a bunch of shit. Oh, that's the other drill that's outside. There's an impact driver in the drill. On the, it's, you'll, you'll see it's, it's right on the, the banister outside. Is it a 12 volt or an 18 volt? 18, buddy. All right. Good. Yeah. I've got the power. I saw an electric mower uh, advertised today and they said a 56 volt battery and they showed a guy <laughs> one handing it in there. It's like, nobody. Nobody is one handing that in there in a fucking Tommy Bahama shirt. No. How much would that weigh conservatively? 30 pounds? Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, but like leaning almost over to the ground and to insert it into electrical contacts? No way. No, no way. way a dude with a beer belly and, and a Jimmy Buffett t- cassette tape is going to do that. <laughs> they said it would last for an hour. Phew. Yeah, it has detachable blades for like that's, your different that, bag attachments and how you want to shoot the grass out of it. That's either a very big battery or they're lying for an hour's worth. That's, and it also has like a, a self-propel paddle on it. So I'm That's guessing, how you kill your battery. That's yes. going to kill the battery. But I wonder if you don't use that at all, maybe it'll last an hour. Yeah, I mean, boy, I'm trying it's to think. It's just a motor. I mean, batteries are heavy as fuck, so I'm trying yes. to think of how hard it would be to operate one. I'm wondering at what point is it heavier than, like, a gas mower with a full tank. Like, well, actually, maybe, maybe the they, whole time. Maybe, maybe it's always ba- heavier. Maybe battery technology is, has, like, caught up, and, and now they're better. You remember when we weren't allowed to bring uh, Samsung Galaxy Note S's on? Yeah, yeah whatever those they, were, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They kept saying it. Yeah, that was so Until everybody got rid of those phones. Just dunking on Samsung. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of which, I got a Samsung S8. It's pretty sweet. Nice. I got an S9, and it's uh, shitting the bed on me a lot. Yeah, mine's mine, uh, for how much I put it through, it's doing extremely well. And I'm I'm treating it better now. Nice. Yeah, I... uh, I think I I always get the big stupid case that like doesn't look good but should make it last a long time and the screen's never broken but it's just like uh I know you were like in the middle of typing three words into Google but we're going to crash the the whole uh, chrome the whole chrome browser and it's like yeah. but I was just trying to type in like lean to roof and they're no, just like you, no you you gave it the voight comp test you're just you're in the desert 
there's a <laughs> on its back. <laughs> it's like, no, no, I'll tell you about my mother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a reference for six people. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, Sorry, listeners. Huge Blade Runner fan here. Hell yeah, dude. And he's talking about the second one, the good one. Yeah, the the Gosling one. <laughs> or was that Ryan Reynolds? Cleanliness is next to Gosliness. That yeah. was that was Ryan Gosling, definitely. Okay. Her- Harrison Gosling? Yes. Yes. Harassing a Gosling. Shia Shia Le Gosling. Shia LaBeef. Nice. Well, I'm glad I'm glad Harrison Ford's uh characters or series characters are are passing the torch to to such stalwarts as as Gosling and and LaBeouf. LaBeouf. Yeah. Uh who's who's next? Is there is there an arc that we can go back to in the Jack Ryan uh where where he just doesn't become Ben Affleck and and he stays Harrison Ford and becomes somebody else? Isn't Jack Ryan also uh John Krasinski right now? John Krasinski right now and it was Jeremy Renner, Alec Baldwin, yeah, a couple other guys, yeah. Fucking John Krasinski being like, "Oh, the CIA's who they're the real heroes of the world." It's like the CIA are 100% villains. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. They've only ever done evil. Ever. Yeah, whenever they're involved <laughs> in regime change, that regime change usually isn't isn't well received by you know, the populace. Yeah. But hey, American corporate interests are served. So, and a potato potato. American corporations are people apparently. So, we have to serve the people. Goddamn right. Goddamn right, cuz we're goddamn Americans. Ah, man. Now, I think we should tease our bonus episode that's going to come out in the next couple weeks or so. Not entirely sure when. Yeah. But we're we're going to do a whole episode. We've been getting your submissions for license plates, dear listeners. We've just been super busy with life shit, as it tends to happen in the summertime. Yeah, Ben's been uh, doing some some remodeling, a little bit a little bit of deconstruction work, and uh, ooh, deconstruction, and, I like that. Yeah, and I have been working outside, or living outside, and working outside. Anti demolition and deconstruction. Uh huh. The two, the two ways to make and destroy things. There you go. Yeah, and you've been off in the woods, but yeah, we're gonna do a whole episode of vanity plates. Um, I'm going to bring some highlights from bef- long before the podcast to just some good ones. We're going to go with a lot of user submissions and we're just going to riff and scat on fucking just some of the dumbest goddamn things that people have given states money to have on the back of their car forever. Yeah, absolutely. So this is uh, both an acknowledgement to say thank you and a it, if you want to get some in right at the bell, fucking keep sending them in. Roadsodaspod at gmail.com or uh, roadsodaspod on Instagram or text them to me or Jimbo because a lot of you just know us and have our numbers. <laughs> that's that. That's how I'm getting mine. That's how I get most of mine as well. So uh, that'll be coming out soon and uh should be fun. We haven't done it yet, but it'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, I also got a trip to the homeland coming up. I don't have any dates down there, but... Uh, you know, definitely come out and see me if if you're down in the homeland. I'll be uh, eating some crabs in various form. Find me near a soft pretzel from time to time. I'll be attending my cousin's wedding. Uh, so good luck getting into that. But, come uh, see me at my cousin's wedding. That'll be fun. Uh, hell yeah, man. 
But uh, yeah, thanks for listening for a year to those who have. We're going to keep doing it because no one's told us not to. And yeah. I'm yeah. still having fun. You still having fun, buddy? Oh, absolutely. It hasn't felt like uh, work yet because Shit, we haven't yeah, gotten yeah. paid. Shit, yeah. <laughs> That's when it starts becoming not fun. Exactly. when we start getting money. Oh, man. Hell yeah. Uh, well, I hope you enjoy the uh, musical shift. They're either, either oh, bad yeah, or our new intro. Or, or we don't do it. Who knows? No, no, we're doing it. We haven't, okay. dis- we, we kind of discussed it. Uh, I hope you all enjoyed the new intro that here we're going to talk about it now. That was good and we liked it. And now we don't have to pay because that's how it works is it? we discussed it. We discussed it. Remember, so remember when that artist did that thing? Uh, Boy, that, I'll always go back to that when I hear it. Such a formative memory for us. The first very, time we heard that song together so. or individually. Yeah, I think we were underwater. Yeah, or above like it. Or above it. Wow. One of the two, certainly. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right, buddy. Um, got any got any wisdom to take us out on? Not this time. Not this year. Hell yeah. And as we say every week. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. God fuck us, everyone. <laughs>